Guess what I did this morning? What'd you do, Angel? I was on my Peloton. Wow. Yeah. I, surely I saw you on your Instagram stories. I'm telling you what. Peloton is pushing you further with so much new on the Peloton bike and Peloton Bike Plus. That's what I have. New classes, new music, new ways to keep your workouts fun and motivating. Um, uh, do believe on Sunday or Monday, uh, I did the Black History Month ride with Alex Toussaint and Toussaint. Tunde. Love him. Love some Tunde. Love her. Um, mm-hmm. Music her. was amazing. I almost died, but in a good way. It was like my spirit was rebirthed. In the best way. And this morning, I took a class with Allie Love, and it was the first time I was able to get out the saddle and stay as long as the instructor was asking. Really? Yes, you I got, I got to sit down just a little bit before. <laughs> My butt be like, get back in the saddle right now. But um, also, boxing. Peloton is stepping into the ring with really? the, the newest discipline. Uh-huh. No gloves needed. Discover a fast, furious, fun workout with Peloton instructors in your corner. Even if you've never boxed before, have you boxed before? I went to I went I was taking boxing lessons for about a, a lesson. <laughs> I used to take boxing. These classes will have you working up a sweat while working on your fundamental uh, fundamentals of form, footwork, and fun combos that keep you on your toes. Mm. New artist series, music selections. Peloton is adding new fun artist series classes. Workout to music of a single artist. For an entire class from your favorite hits to the deep cuts from pop to and rock to hip hop and EDM. There are over a hundred artist series to choose from. Find your favorite music and turn your next workout into a concert. More daily workout variety. It's easier to stick to your goal when you keep your workouts interesting. Peloton has a workout for every day, every schedule. Distress from a long day with 30 minutes of stretch, 20 minutes of cardio, or do a quick 15 minute total body work, uh, total body class before work. Stay motivated while having fun with bike workouts, yoga, meditation, dance, cardio, and more. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. That's O-N-E-P-E-L-O-T-O-N.com. Five, four, three, two. What up, y'all? Welcome to Here's the Thing. I'm Kevin on stage. She's that chick angel. That chick angel. 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 Is not here today. We have a, a, a new guest host. What was your name, ma'am? My name is Lakita. Lakita is here. I, I, you, I had a, a great friend that I've yeah. known for years. Yeah. Lakita goes way back. Way back. To her old friends. Know this. Now, this girl, I don't. I said, hey, who's this? Kevin don't know this girl. Who's this waving? Who's waving? Listen. I've never seen friend. nothing like this. I got in these bundles. I got this unit made. Listen, it still is like a vice grip on my head, but that's all right. <laughs> I've been wanting to straighten my hair this year, but then I'm kind of nervous to straighten my hair. So this was a way to be able to do it. And this is good for um, audition season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Give me a, oh, mm-hmm. black girl with white stuff. Yeah, you know, it makes me feel more. This is definitely like uh, more of a sitcom mom to a comedian yes. husband. This is a lot of this. Yeah, I've you got more. You're, you're this ratio. Oh, it's a lot. Yesterday when I was leaving here, I dropped the key card somewhere in my car and I couldn't find it. And the hair just kept doing I was like, yeah, I was about to rip this thing off. And I was like, don't do it, Angel. Just tap into your inner white girl and just pull it back. 
Just pull it back. <laughs> That's why they're Karens. It's because they're frustrated. Hilarious. From the hair in their face. It's funny. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> calm down, come. Let me talk to your manager. <laughs> They're so flustered. All your old friends, uh, old friends has then been friends with you for a long time was in the comments like, now that's Angel. I know oh. 06. That's 06 Angel. Listen, when I uh, got on FaceTime with Breesha, she said, now this is 2007. We, you ain't got no kids. We get drunk throwing up in toilets. I said, yes. That's exactly. My husband was like, now can I tug on that? <laughs> I was like, no, it is not tacked down. He was like, I'll just lightly. <laughs> Lightly touch it. <laughs> so yes, but y'all might see me tug on it a little bit this morning, just to just get to, it right, just to get just it right, just to get it sitting right, just to get it sitting right. But yeah, this this white girl flip, I'm sorry, it's gonna piss me off too, but. <laughs> I can't have my hair in my lipstick. Listen, uh, at Kevin Say Studios, natural hair is welcome, but I understand Hollywood. Listen, we got to do what we got to do to get in. Come on. You got to get in. Then you can slowly become who you are. But to get that pinky toe in the door and hold it open, just get that pinky corner in, you don't have to be like, how them, how them white folks want to see blacks? And I don't want my real hair when I'm working on a TV show. I don't want them in my hair. Right. I don't. Right. I'm like, they don't always know what they're doing. They Angel. never know what they're doing. <laughs> that period. Boom. Unless they're black. No. no, I've had no, no, no. There was a man doing my hair on Blackish. Oh, bless his heart! I let him have a try, and then I said, "Okay, oh, okay." <laughs> Listen, there was one time somebody. I and this is you know I wasn't who I am mm-hmm. yet, and I don't even not even saying this was a long time ago. There was something I booked, and usually when somebody messes my beard, they just like take out the scragglies. Uh huh. I just got in the lineup. The night before, but barbers always want to leave their indelible mark, mm-hmm. right? So they cut my beard down just so it looked fresh. Mm-hmm. And I literally was like, when I looked, I thought you were just like cleaning up, like, I don't know why, I just thought they were doing something because you had to do something with the time. When I looked at it at night, I was like, oh, oh no. I had to wait. I don't know, three weeks for my beard to grow back up to its to where it was supposed watermark. To. I was I was upset. Oh, but he anyway, pulled you all the way down, made it a chin it, strap. Yeah, man. I said, what you did that for? What you do that for? So anyways, <laughs> uh, keep your distance, by the way. Last church announcement. Two two church announcements. One, uh, keep your distance. Uh, tickets just went on sale uh, this morning. Patreon, you have your link in there with the $7 off. Uh, email people, y'all will get an email link with the five dollars off. Everybody else, y'all get the link with the three dollars off. Okay, uh, I, I made a great mistake and booked too many headliners on this show. Oh no! This lineup is Rob Hayes, Nav Green from Atlanta, Atlanta, Tony the Baker, Felonious Monk, Slink Johnson, CP, Lulu, Lavar Walker, and Daphne Springs. Ooh! I mean, it's just Slink, it's, Slink. Chock full of greatness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So get those tickets. It'll be happening next weekend. Also, Netflix is up to $19.99. What? $19.99 for the premium. I believe it's 9 or $10 for the regular. I got the premium. You know what Kevin Stage Studios is? It, number $5.99. It's only $5.99. If you're tired of the price hikes... Come over to Kevin Stage Studios. Netflix over there, jacking your bill up, raising your prices, doing all this and that, canceling your favorite shows. Kevin Stage Studio ain't number the five ninety nine. You feel me? Source Awards tonight. All right, let's begin. <laughs> let's get into it. Uh, Joe Byron 
has been announcing that he wants Americans to get back to work. Okay. Mm, mm. He wants us to stop fill again, fill our great downtowns again and stop working from home. Mm. Here's my first issue with Joe Byron wanting regular Americans to go back to work. Joe Byron mm-hmm. works from home. Yes, he do. He's not going into the office, Angel. He is literally, he lives in a home office. He works from a home office. You going upstairs. That's There's it. no proof. You don't even have pajama pants when you're sitting at the he, desk. He definitely has on pajama pants. If he has on pants at all, he's just in his boxers with the suit and the tie and the shirt. Yeah. You sit in that Washington, D.C. traffic. You go get a job. I want you to telework. Okay, you go get a job back in Baltimore mm-hmm. and drive. Mm-hmm. Oh, I used to take the train and Amtrak when I worked in Delaware. Ain't nobody trying to hear that. Right now, you work remote. You be on Zoom call. Come you on. walk upstairs, situation room, walk down Come here on. to the kitchen, walk Come over on. here, give a briefing, and then at night, you go to your doggone house, which is where you been all day. Where you been? The thing is, uh, LA's downtown is still full of homeless. So why don't we just let them move into these office buildings so they can be off the street Let's and have uh, have some place warm to sleep? Get them in there. Put I them don't in there. Go down there <laughs> at all. Okay, at all. And prior to the pandemic, I used to. Josh can tell you, I used to get in trouble at all deaf because I was like, why are we coming here? Right. We call ourselves a technology company. We got Zoom. This before I use Zoom like the yeah. uh, actual video. We mm-hmm. use it mostly for phone. We have Slack. We have email. We are. We all said all this cutting edge technology stuff, and right. now just because y'all has got the lease long, uh huh. That's the thing. Don't, that nobody asked for that. Nobody asked for that. I didn't. I didn't put it on the lease. That's and now y'all want to make it seem well. We got to get together. We've been at home for two years. Everything been working. We've been having virtual shows. Come on. Most jobs do not have to have you in the office. That's what it is. It's just, somebody then put their little foot on his throat and was like, listen, we need the we need the sheep back in the office. Yes. That's what it is. Angel, let me ask you something. Is Joe Byron aware of the price of gas right now? Apparently not, because he ain't had to fill up a gas tank in two years, okay? Because if been he walking knew around. if he knew. Six dollars. Six dollars, Joe. In my infinity, she I, she is gaseous. She is Putin and tooting and getting rid of her gas. Gaseous clay. Yes. Every single I I have to darn near fill up every two and a half days. And you know how much it cost? It got to be over a hundred for that. Yes. Has to be. Yes. Listen, let me tell you what. I was putting premium in the Maserati, right? And I made a uh, uh, reel about it. And Yvonne hit me and was like, that is not your car. That is a lease. <laughs> oh, come on. She's telling I, the truth. I said, why am I putting premium gas in their Maserati? Protect the engine. It ain't my engine. I'm holding on this till September of 2023. If oh. I could put water and, and sugar granules in it and make it go. So I went right back down to regular. <laughs> regular. I don't need no optimum engine performance. I, with dog on LA travel, I can never even go fast. Speaking of Yvonne Orgy. On my way to Houston, I'm sitting on the plane. Uh, I get connected to Delta's Wi-Fi. And when I'm trying to send a text message to my family that I'm in the air, I see that it's allowing me to airdrop Yvonne Orgy. <laughs> really? And I was like, what? Where? I sent her a text. I said, girl, are you on a flight to Houston? She didn't respond. Towards the end of the flight, I get up to uh, put some of my stuff away. I hear, Angel, is that you? <laughs> Me and Yvonne sitting across from each other, 
in the same uh, in the same aisle. <laughs> Oh, y'all would have been talking right across those other two the entire <laughs> flight, though. Oh, oh my. What you doing? What are you, why are you going to Houston? What you got to do? And da, 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 da. We didn't know until right before we were about to land. Just really? Random. Yes. I was like, girl, so good to see you. You're so famous and, and rich. down for a content day. A little content day. A little shoot, shoot, shoot. Come on, content creator. Just a little day trip. Mm. Yeah, a little day trip. It was terrible. Was it? First of all, left my iPad on the plane. Did you get it back? Yes, I did. Amen. Took an hour for me to wait for them because it was, you know, Houston Airport, the Bush one closes kind of early. So I had to go to baggage claim. They had to wait until a, a flight attendant was able to go back to the gate. Then, and I didn't realize this until I was going to get my rental car. So I had to mm. drive back in my rental car. And let me tell you what they did at this Houston Airport. What they did, Angel. I pulled the ticket so I could park. When it's time to leave, I put the ticket in the machine. The machine said, we can't read this ticket. And I said, okay, I pressed for help. Okay, I'm going to send down how much you owe to the machine. Machine wasn't getting the, the signal. So the parking attendant there was like, you're going to have to go to this other machine and try. They were like, all right, we're sending down the signal. Signal didn't come by. They said, okay, we're going to have to treat this like a lost ticket. Here, fill this out. They wanted my name, my address, my phone number, and my driver's license. All that? For a $5 parking ticket. I said, y'all ain't getting none of this. None of this. Y'all are parking attendants. <laughs> buying a car i am not buying a house i'm not going into surgery why do you need my personal information the driver's license is that's that's identifying stuff yes it Name is birthday already is enough but driver's license now you can get away with some stuff they got all that there i didn't know i had already put my name because had i known had i seen all the other information oh my name would have been betty kiss my butt <laughs> living on 100 fu avenue in D's Nuts, California, <laughs> 69699. Nine. That is what it would have been. D's Nuts, California? That's what it would have been. Oh, my gosh. Oh, sorry for that side thing. But, yeah, I'm not going. Listen, this is already a lot. It's a lot, man. I mean, we come here to this office. We don't because we know the chemistry is better. Our timing is better with the jokes. We're in this office. But there was a point in time where we were doing our good old Zooms. We was doing them good old Zooms. Because we didn't want to give each other COVID. We didn't mm -hmm. want to give it COVID. We had great cameras and stuff. You know, you it ain't ideal, but it's it's acceptable. It's acceptable. But, like, to to make people go back into the office on a in, in a work field that does not require for face-to-face -face interaction is just, it's just people want to be able to control let, their employees more. Let me ask y'all, right? Just answer in the comments, either live or, or as you watch this. Does your job change at all if you are in the office? Is it absolutely 100% necessary for you to be in the office? Because I would I would factor a lot. I don't know the percentage, but I'd say 80, 85% people's jobs don't require them to be. Nope, yeah, not at all. No, no, no. See, all these people watching us live on Patreon right now, a lot of them probably at work. Yeah. The fact at the matter, home. At home. The fact of the matter, if you're not a healthcare provider or some sort of service provider that is that where you have to actually touch a human being or there is specific equipment that is not um, acceptable in a domestic area, there's really there's really I mean, I, I get the the whole idea of a breeze life into the city to yeah. have people like because you're going to more of the local restaurants and stuff like that. But if that's what it really was about, 
that'd be it'd be different you could just say you all like they did when we were in uh, shelter in place they were like please order from your local restaurant that's what i'm saying like the technology the world has always changed right so back in the day when people didn't have cars or access to reliable transportation well before even got that farms people had their farm they went into town sold their stuff came back okay then with the advent of the city, people moved to the city, especially like uh, if you go back to London, that's where a lot of these diseases came from because you had all that dog on horse manure, mm-hmm. people manure, too many people in one place, no good latrine system, no good water cleaning system, too much doodle in the water, dysentery, right. bubonic plague. Then with the invention of the interstate, you have uh, invention of the interstate, uh, well, I should say the expansion of the interstate mm-hmm. and the access to cars for people. People's like, I don't want to live in the city. I'm going to go out to the suburbs. I'll come in and out to work, right? And that's where you get the cities expanding into great land. And people got these big cities. You go out to the suburbs and this and that there. Hey, now you have that. Mm-hmm. Now you could, restaurants, y'all come around these neighborhoods. Now mm-hmm. you go down there to the downtown. People don't be down there no more. People figure it out. Yeah. But the problem is, Capitalism is always the answer. Yeah. It all comes back down to them big businesses with all them offices, all them WeWorks, all them hotels, all them this and that there. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do with all this space? Yeah. What can we do with it if y'all don't come to work? Right. So get y'all black and white and brown tails, all races. Get y'all butts back in. <laughs> like... No, is the pandemic really over? Absolutely not. Is some more of y'all going to die? Absolutely. And that's what we said on our podcast yesterday. It is the survival of the fittest now. He's like, everybody be around each other so we can kill off these weak people. That is really what it's down to. He's like, we're going to kill them off. Hopefully they use policy genius before they die to be able to have their health and life care, uh, life insurance in place. Oh, uh, my God. Because we don't want. We don't want anybody leaving this earth without making sure they got their stuff in place, okay? If someone relies on your financial support, whether it's a child, an aging parent, or even a business partner, you need life insurance. Life insurance can give you the peace of mind that if something happens to you, your loved ones would have a financial cushion for rent or mortgage payments, loans, education costs, and everyday expenses. Having life insurance through your job may not be enough. Most people need up to uh, 10% more coverage to properly provide for their families. Typically, life insurance gets more expensive as you age. So it's smart to get a policy sooner rather than later. Okay, so this is how it works. How's it work, Angel? Policy Genius is your one-stop shop to find and buy insurance you need. Hit to policygenius.com, answer a few questions. In minutes, you can compare personalized quotes for top from top companies to find your lowest price. You can save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes on Policy Genius. The team of licensed experts at Policy Genius will help you understand your options and apply for the for the policy you choose. The Policy Genius team works for you, not the insurance company. You can trust them to offer unbiased help and advocate for you at every step until you're covered. Policy Genius is what I'm using as we have to get more coverage now that me and Marcus work with each other and our uh, him being able to provide for the family is very tied to the content we make together. So if anything happens to me, I'm not trying to have my family be butt out in the same thing. Me and him do enough projects together that I need him alive in order for things to go well. So Policy Genius, being that we are now our own employers, is how we're able to get 
our life insurance in place. Policy Genius doesn't add extra fees. Sell your info to third parties. Since 2014, Policy Genius has helped over 30 million people shop for insurance and place over $120 billion in coverage. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. All right. The last thing I wanted to say is... um. The reason it it feels so disingenuous is because they convinced all the people y'all could do y'all jobs just fine from home when you need them to work from home and not work. Yeah. And now they're like, what? You can't even do your job from home. (laughs) But y'all just said for two years that we could do it just fine from home. Well, that's when we needed you to work from home with the whole sick stuff. Now we need you to come back because we signed this lease for seven years. Yes. That's all it is. Whoever's lining Mr. Biden's pockets who helped him get into office with the money that they are the pressure. Listen, we get them back. Pressure like a drip, drip, drip. It's not going to work as a business, as a office (laughs) mandate, because these MFs are quitting. They're doing the great resignation right now. So you, Presidente, (laughs) go in there and talk to him. Tell him you're going to send him some free masks and then whatnot and a couple of tests. Listen, the American dream got some cracks in it. They sold us. Elias Esteban. No, it you was, go to college, you gonna get you a good job. You going no, no, man. I went to college. All I got was debt. Debt. It's not a dream. It's a mirage. It is. <laughs> you get real close, and you're like, wait a second. Where's the good job? <laughs> Shut up, nigga. Shut up. Oh, what? you must have been dehydrated because <laughs> that ain't here. <laughs> that ain't here. All right, moving on. Uh, this is just quite a story, and because Angel is a, a woman, I feel like I want to hear this point of view. Angel is a high-earning woman. Shouts to Kevin Samuel. But no shouts to Kevin Samuels because we don't want to shout. Let's no, no, no not co-sign that man. But she's an alpha woman. She she's is. an alpha wolf woman. Yes. Oh, yes, All right, me. listen to this, Angel. I'm going to read this to the people of the world. Come on. This is uh, from Reddit, uh, one of the Reddit um, relationship things. Okay. okay. I'm going to read you the whole story real quick. All right, here we go. I am a male 34. My wife is female 29. She asked me to pay her almost $50,000 to have our child, and I'm not quite sure what to do. Let me read y'all this whole story. I have known, been dating my wife for six years, and we've been spiritually married for two years. We are not legally married, although at this point we are essentially common law. We are both high earners, both over 175k a year after tax. We purchased our home together, and we have agreed to split the finances 50-50. We paid for our wedding, honeymoon, everything 50-50, although I did pay for the cost of our rings and her engagement ring, our mortgage payments were 50-50, and we comfortably live, I'm sorry, we comfortably own our own home now. So much, so much of our income goes to savings, investments, home improvements, and discretionary spending. Because of our incomes, we felt it would be best to keep our finances separate. We're both highly independent people and both very career-driven. It's part of the reason I'm so attracted to her. She's amazing at what she does, and I'm so proud to be able to introduce her as my wife and explain what she does. Unfortunately, our first two years of marriage were hampered by COVID and lockdowns. We would have loved to have traveled and saved up quite a bit in order to do this. A couple months ago, we had a talk and decided it might be a good idea to have kids. Instead of continuously waiting for better or safer travel conditions without too serious discussion about it, we decided to stop using birth control and let things happen as they will. Mm. Yesterday, I came home and found my wife on the phone. She seemed like she was in a hurry to end her conversation and and tried to evade my question when I asked who she was talking to. It was her sister. They don't talk a lot, so that was a bit weird. She still works from home, so she continues. Shouts to you, Joe Byron. She continued to do some work. Then we had dinner, watched the news, regular pleasant evening. Then she says she wants to have a serious talk and asked me to make some tea and meet her upstairs at her work desk. Bum, bum, bum. Mm-hmm. I make the tea, bring it up, and she starts talking financials. Now listen to this, Angel and Joshi. 
Her workplace allows for maternity leave for up to a year, but only provides 50% of her salary for up to six months. The remaining six months are unpaid. She was very direct and said that while her insurance would cover the vast majority of hospital-related costs during pregnancy and childbirth, her pay would be cut in half. She's asking me to compensate her for the last $50,000 in addition to agreeing to split any related but unexpected costs due to pregnancy and childbirth. Her stance is that if she's doing something for, for us to start a family, but it's not a true 50-50 split. If she's expected to take a financial hit for it, and I am not, given that our finances are separate, she had printed a list of expectations in terms of what she expected financially. List of some things that her insurance may not cover. I see the logic in that, but I'm really very turned off by this because she is essentially asking me to pay her to have our children or children. She saw my hesitation and just doubled down. <laughs> Double down. Why our ideal... While her ideal is to return to work after six months, she says it's a real possibility that she may require more time off and decide as things happen to take up to a year off. So she had another plan for that. For the first six months, her work will be giving her 50% of her salary and I would compensate her for the rest. But for the next six months, since her work would not compensate her and because the loss is something she is doing for the family, she is comfortable splitting the loss of her income. And she only asked for 50% of her salary instead of 100% for the second month period. And she will take the loss of 50% of her salary. The idea, I guess, is that both of us suffer half the loss of income for the second six-month period. However, she takes seven, 11 months off. Any months after the six can be prorated. First of all, this is starting to sound like a con like literally I'm reading a contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it sounds like something my lawyer would say, like, here's the deal, deal points. Uh-huh. Do you agree? Yeah. She expressed that she anticipates and hopes to work <laughs> return to work in six months, but she wants a contingency plan in the event that she requires a year off. She said that taking more than a year off is something she's very unlikely to do as it would put her job at risk, but that she's open to exploring a third plan with me if, if I feel that's necessary. There are also detailed notes about how she wants to keep housework split with plans to start saving for both childcare and additional housekeeper expenses for at least the first four years. I kid you not. It's a 16 page ring binder that she handed me with detailed notes, some explanation and list of expenses. But the immediate and essential element here is that she wants me to pay her 50 to a hundred thousand dollars to compensate her for a loss of salary for six to 12 months as a result of having our child. Strong Your enough to bear the children, children, and get back to business. I'm here for it. Are you? I am because their relationship is very like, you know, it doesn't have any legal confines to it. You know, we're spiritually married, not legally. What? <laughs> so literally that means if you all break up, there's no possibility of alimony for the support because True. you all are not legally married. True. Um, while I would have broached it differently than her, <laughs> definitely would have been like, listen, I'm going to be wanting you to being that our finances are completely separate. So that was a big thing that went, soon as he said, soon as, um, soon as he mentioned that their finances were completely separate, that's when I started to get more on board with what she was saying. Mm -hmm. Cause if she doesn't have access, like basically what she's, what separate finances say to me is that she can be broke and he not be broke. Yeah. Oh, then I'm here with you, sis. Like, if I'm only broke because I am having our child, right. that's not going to sit well with me. Right. So let's come up with a number that you're going to transfer. Well, it's not broke. It's just a loss of income. Because she hit that 175. What'd you say? What it was? She hit that 175. Is usually. How, much she wear, how much she make? Does yeah, she, so she feel, so like when she you. She lost, but not broke. She going to feel broke though. If you used to that That's and true. you ain't got it, you going to be like, I don't feel like I got no money. Fair, fair. I don't have no money. Fair. Um, I definitely, um, I definitely think she should have approached it differently, but 
I do think we be falling. Women be falling for the okie doke all the time. They be like, I'm going to have this baby. We going to be together forever. That nigga be like deuces. And then you stuck with all of the, all of the financial burden of raising the child. Not to mention that if you don't have the support of somebody watching the child, or if you had any type of medical issues because of having the child, you are now at a loss of income. Go ahead and pay me. <laughs> Go ahead and pay me. But this is what this is the benefit. When people be talking about, I don't believe in marriage. I don't want the government in it. This is when the government's in it. You ain't got to do. You ain't got to have a full legal binder. Hopefully, listen. Sixteen pages is. I, I was joking about the lawyer thing, but not joking. This is this what my emails be feeling like when my lawyer is breaking down like a full contract into like digestible bites. Because uh-huh. you know, legal stuff, they they write it in legalese on purpose to throw you off. Yeah. If you're not absolutely. a lawyer. So your lawyer be like, all right, here's what they're really saying. Uh here's the two schools of thought. Me, Kevin, with her Lissa, I would be taken aback. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's under my our marriage circumstances where we have joint uh we've had from the beginning uh joint uh what you call it accounts bank joint accounts. accounts uh we share in the bills we share in the stuff you know we always have our own money but you know there's basically a bill account our money goes into it and then we both have had our own separate accounts as well mm-hmm. but uh when deciphering how i feel about a subject i often go to how their setup is uh, now, a lot of people have separate accounts, yeah. Uh, but theirs is a very detailed, like, we have nothing together. And I know I have friends that that's so the way I. their marriage is. Yeah. So do I. Uh, and what what I feel like is this is untraditional for me, but this doesn't sound that off base from what he said like he set up their relationship as yeah right now it's probably sounds a little different but if y'all have everything separate yes. everything separate income all that stuff and the way y'all y'all social contract or y'all marriage contract is set up technically the family only impacts her financially yeah right in my mind i always people like man child support this and that child support this and that i've always felt like if you're actually married and in the home you you pay you child support would be less yeah than what i pay right like when you actually live in the home you end up paying ain't even no there's no number like right. oh melissa here's you know it's well the kid need this the money right. go get the kid you yeah. know what i'm saying whatever it is uh so in his thing it's like it's all fun and games until you gotta chip in Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. oh, well, you know, we non-traditional, but when it comes to this baby, let's go ahead and traditional marriage values. Right. You go ahead and have the baby, have right. your body. Your, your body open up. Your body's <laughs> forever change. Yeah, it open up. Body open A up. Baby, babies be this big, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Come this come out the, the coochie. The coochie be like, yeah. And the coochie be like, hold on, I got open up. It'd be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> And then it, and then it'd be trying. It'd be like I'm gonna get back. And then it go back, mm-hmm. right? This come out of you. The yeah. 50k that just for just for having this come out, you could push gift. Push gift. Because this was inside my body for nine months. You woke up. You your bladder the same. You ain't you ain't irritable. Your hormones the same. Let's just talk about the the bodily changes. Right. Hormonal different. Hair grow. Boobs get big. That is a blessing. But then they go away. But sometimes. then they go away. They go, they go bye bye. Milk become uh what colostrum. Colostrum, come on. Colostrum. There have been some I said, who what's a colostrum? What is it? <laughs> it's coming about your body. But this is the thing though. 
What she's basically asking is for him to pay what would be the price for her to be their surrogate. Right. That's about what, 30 to 50, ain't it? It's it's like 50 for the fee, but you usually, like when I was talking to my homegirl who had a surrogate, she spent probably 100000 Dang. Like 50 was the fee for this woman to house her child. But she's then, you know doing nice things because she wants this person to be in good good mental spiritual health yeah, while carrying her absolutely. child <clears throat> state of california you have to have been a mother before you can be a surrogate really yes you can't sign up to be a surrogate as a person who's never had a child before wow so not only is she taking care of the woman who's housing her child, yeah. she's also doing nice things for the family because yes. she's like, I don't want y'all to stress this yes. woman out. And I know that she is now, her ha- having my baby is taking away from you all because she's tired, she's sick, you know, all these things. So basically this woman is like, I need you to pay me as our surrogate because right. my life is ever changing, will be ever changing if I have this baby. And... Because we keep our money separate, at the end of this, one of us is going to have a lot less money. Yes. It is me. Yes. So why don't both of us have less money? Yeah. By you giving me some. Give me I'll, a little something. Give me, let me hold a little bit Listen, while I hold Kiki, this baby. Kiki O on our Patreon said, folks want 50-50 until it's 50-50. Come on. Like you, it's, and this, this happens often in these scenarios. It's 50-50 until it really, like you really look at what 50-50 looks like. Then you want to lean towards traditional stuff. Yeah. Right. It's 50 50 until, well, if, if, if my wife now, lo- listen, even if you go back to your job, right, let's take, let's take Mel, for example, my sister-in-law who works at Netflix mm-hmm. and let's take her male counterpart at that job, her having that baby and taking a year off from work, although her job is saved and all that type of stuff in the, in the company, just in the company's mind and the way things work, her male counterpart who didn't have a baby, mm-hmm. right? Or had a baby and and his wife is at home for the year off. Mm-hmm. Just by the amount of work he's done in the year, he's going to be that much further ahead yeah. than Mel in the management's mind. Yeah. Right? Because she has not worked for a year, so she hasn't been in meetings, she hasn't been developing shows, whatever her job title is. Yeah. He has done a year's worth of work that she hasn't done. Right. So men, we off, we're okay with that. Mm-hmm. Right. Nobody ever says, you know, to men, you oh, you're going to have a kid. How's that going to affect your career? We assume it affects your career. Right. Not my even me. I'm not. I'll go throw myself in. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this before. I'm going to say it again. When I asked Angel to come on, I almost didn't ask Angel to come on tour mm-hmm. because I was misogynist, mm-hmm. sexist, mm-hmm. abusive. <laughs> I but I was that. like, but my thought was I asked Tony to hear y'all come on the road. I didn't think. About, about what, what their kids, kids yeah. daycare, whatever, right? But when it was Angel, I was like, well, I can't ask her. She got kids. She got four kids. That ain't, that ain't my problem. I didn't think about Tony and Tahir's kids. You sure I didn't think didn't. about Josh's kids. I know he doesn't see her that much, but he got a baby out don't, there. Don't start that. <laughs> don't do that. That would be the cutest baby. Don't do Let that. me tell you, if you had a baby, that baby's sitting on my lap right now. Ain't no show we would be doing without that baby. On your desk. It's Josh's baby right here. That baby was sitting right here. But I didn't think about that at all. So I really had to check myself. And I was like, why are you, why are you, why are you deciding for Angel when you wouldn't decide for Tony or Tahir? Oh, absolutely. So I asked Angel. I said, you know, let her decide what you got to do with your kids. She married? Whatever. If you weren't married, 
You got to figure out your own stuff. Because there are comedians that are single that be on this, that are women that are single moms that be on this road, that they make the, they have to make decisions just like, you know, I guess some men have been absolved from those decisions and it's right. just the assumption that the mother will figure it out. But like, I mean, again, I do think it's unorthodox, but I do understand her not wanting to go into this with just rose colored lenses on. Yeah. I mean, cause just outside, she's just only dealing with the financial and she's probably a little bit like still not understanding, but she's like, I mean, I should be able to go back in seven months. You have no idea what your body might right. do. You could have that postpartum. You could have all of it. We're in all the stuff your body is trying to regulate itself yep. you taking them uh, horse vitamin pills that taste nasty mm. unlike ritual which tastes so amazing okay ritual is the multivitamin that you just gonna <laughs> you gonna want make love to you understand <laughs> we deserve to know what we put in in our bodies and why especially when it comes to something we take every day rituals clean vegan friendly multivitamins formulated with high quality nutrients and bioavailable forms your body can actually use why don't you uh what you won't find this is what because if you start searching for it let me tell you what you ain't gonna find a ritual okay you ain't gonna find sugars you ain't gonna find gmos major allergens synthetic fillers artificial colorants okay ritual okay all right you all right over there (laughs) he needs that ritual is what he needs yeah he needs that good old ritual he needs the ritual um ritual i really do like they are a premium premium multivitamin i've mentioned before i love their delay release um capsule and make sure that you're able to absorb the multivitamins in the right place in your body and just like we were talking about earlier it's that premium fuel okay you're not leasing this body you Mm -hmm. own this body you got to make sure it last until the end of time amen Mm -hmm. and ritual is that good fuel that you can put in your body and have yourself purring okay throughout the day yeah yeah you hear it now available for women men and teens ritual multivitamins are scientifically developed to help support different stages of life ritual makes healthy habits easy your multivitamins are delivered to your door every month with free shipping always you can start snooze or cancel your subscription at any time and if you don't love ritual within your first month they'll refund your first order get key nutrients without the bs ritual is offering our listeners 10 percent off during your first three months visit ritual.com slash crew with a k to start your ritual today crew the game. so you got your insides looking good but what about your outsides mm. and when i say outsides i mean the outside of your house what's your line looking like because mm. spring is raggedy. here okay because <laughs> some people yes they're looking raggedy <laughs> you better talk about it josh raggedy <laughs> It is hard to imagine, but spring is actually here. Uh, It's almost here. We're so close to feeling the soft grass under our feet. Mm. But first... We need to uh, to get our lawn back. Yeah. Thankfully, Sunday gets your lawn growing and helps to make it healthy all season long. Let me tell you about my experience with uh, Sunday. When we were trying to sell our last house, right? Mm, tell me about it, Angel. Our grass, it was not, it did not have the, <laughs> the, the, the appeal that we wanted it to have. <laughs> so we started using Sunday. And when I tell you, we were able to get our grass so beautiful and luscious. It gave that house the curb appeal we needed to be able to sell it to folk for them to, the grass was so nice. They weren't even paying attention to all the mess that was happening in the house. That wasn't right. Um, but truly it's so super simple. They um, do an, anal- uh, they analyze your front and backyard. This is all via digital. They're able to take a picture 
of your uh, yard, figure out where the sun is hitting, like based off of the area, what type of rainfall you get. They find out what your goals are for your lawn. Then they send you this, this like plastic package is the best way I can figure out how to call it. You attach this package to the end of a hose and you spray the hose. It sprays the new, it's basically nutrients for your grass um, onto your grass. And that's it. Like that was, that was it. It was that simple because y'all know I do not have a green thumb. It is black as all get out. It does <laughs> not do right. Grim Reaper over here. Grim Reaper. But Sunday said, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Y'all know how Jesus rose on a Sunday. I'm going to have your grass rise don't up today. Sweetheart. Their custom plans include fertilizing everything you need to easily care for your lawn and with ingredients like seaweed, iron, molasses. You can feel good with kids and pets being around. All you have to do is visit GetSunday.com. Put in your address and their um, their lawn analysis tool does the rest. Then they use soil and climate data to create your personal nutrient plan delivered to your door when you need it. Just attach the ready-to-use pouch to the garden hose and spray. It takes less than 15 minutes. Best of all, this stuff really works. And Sunday is offering our listeners 20% off. Full season plans start at just $129.00. And you can get 20% off at checkout when you visit GetSunday.com slash SK20. SK20. That's 20% off your custom plan at GetSunday.com slash SK20. SK20. All right. So like I said, this is not traditional for me, Kevin. I don't think this would have worked in my relationship. But also, this wasn't the parameters for my relationship. I would feel how he feels about, like, I'm paying you to have my child. But the the whole structure of y'all set up has been this. You probably just didn't think about. it's. Here's what it is, right? Here's, here's the bias and the privilege of the situation. Mm-hmm. Your woman is expected to do this without spot or wrinkle, mm-hmm. without question. Oh, women just have babies. Okay. But see, what problem is, this is what I say to men all the time. A lot of our ideas of marriage and relationship, and they're not even married, right? Like you said, the government, Mm -hmm. our ideas of marriage and stuff is based off a time Mm -hmm. when the man provided 100% of the income. Mm -hmm. The woman either couldn't work by law or societal standards or social norms or legally, whatever. Back in the day, women were uh, couldn't even vote, mm-hmm. couldn't work out the home. Apparently, up until 1970, don't quote me on this. I heard on the internet. Don't know if it's true. Don't know how to fact check it. Uh-huh. Up until like 1960 or 1970. I'm sorry, I pushed it back by accident. <laughs> I felt it slide. I was like, oh no. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Oh, Talk, until, Kevin. I see it on the replay. Replay it was a little. It was more foreheady. Yeah, I had to set my hand up. You there had to bring and it back said, down. Said, yeah. Woo, girl, go ahead. But up until apparently the 60s or 70s, women women couldn't even get a credit card in their own name, mm. right? So our ideas for marriage are based on that time. Yeah. The problem is a lot of times, amen, we are not as men doing that, providing, nah. I'm gonna throw Kevin in there too. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be hypocritical. Y'all know me better than that. I remember one time, a couple years back, children are maybe in fourth and sixth or fifth and third. I was uh-huh. working at all dev all the way down in downtown when I was fighting to say we didn't have to do this. And I realized I was doing that because I didn't want to drive two hours. Of course, that was, was a like, crazy way. stupid. Each way. Each way. That is the only good a... thing that came out about that was Periscope. That was the only good amen, thing. Amen. You were Periscoping. Woo! Good hour and a half. On mm-hmm. that scope. But um, 
uh, I remember being like, I came home to Melissa and, you know, she cooking. And uh, I was like, man, dinner ain't ready. Oh, God. I just had just a Lord. I told y'all I was misogynistic. That is so funny. The, the crazy things that would come out your mouth. Crazy. <laughs> this nigga Kev was about here. I was hungry and misogynistic. <laughs> Came home after a long day, and it was an especially long traffic day, mm-hmm. right? The two hours is low-key a good day. There was time, and Josh knows, he lived, he lived further Wait, than me. Oh, mm-hmm. my God, you a kid. Josh was yeah, driving. That's why I got fired. That's why I had a bad attitude in there. Right? <laughs> he was living far both times, right? So if there was rain or if there was an accident, it could easily be three hours, sometimes three and a half hours. I remember some, on rain day, I remember it'd be three hours was like, oh, it's rain, three hours. Because the thing about that's it, where so we live, wild, there's no bro. other way to go. Yeah, that's it. That's you got to go San Diego. up to four or five. You drive your commuter to San Diego in the rain. Literally, I used to think about this all the time. I used to be like, man, if I live in Washington, I could have driven to Portland and back yeah. by now. Yeah. Because Washington didn't have traffic like journey. LA. So anyway, it was an especially long travel day. I think it was over three hours this time. Came home, I opened the door, and I was like, woman, where's my dinner? I've had a long day of work. <laughs> a long day. I demand a pot roast. Right? Threw my shoes on the ground. I got a beer, whiskey, a drink it. <laughs> and I remember being like, dog, I was just kind of frustrated. I was like, dang, dinner ain't ready? I've had a long day at work. Melissa was like, and so did I. And I picked the kids up and I helped with homework and I'm starting dinner. I was like, what? Let, let me what? clean. <laughs> Start <laughs> wiping me, stuff down. Let me shut that up. probably about 2015. That was the last time I said that. I said, man, you, you tripping. Because in my mind, I thought I was Don Draper mm-hmm. coming home with my briefcase, right. creative director of Mad Men. I didn't make enough money for it. And now if I made enough money for you to sit up, I could have been Elijah Wan. Why is my food not ready? Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Cook my food Ooh. now. That bless that baby's heart. He but is I needed foolish. to pres- I needed to make enough money for her to never have to leave the home again, and that be our contract, uh-huh. right? Like you don't work. All I ask from you is that you cook the dinner. Again, Melissa's not even that person, mm-hmm. right? This is the crazy thing, and this is why I thank God for her every day. I make enough money now that she could do that. She could just sit at home and be beautiful and buy stuff. The more. We make, the more I make, the more she's like, I will do my own thing. <laughs> I will never just, I mean, the woman got yeah. brand deals. Her her content, now that she's freed herself from the aesthetic of Instagram, mm-hmm. she's a machine. Mm-hmm. She's a content creator machine. But even then, I fell into the trap of wanting how patriarchy set up marriage to be for men. Yeah. Even though we're not holding up that bargain, bargain that anymore. Bargain. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm, no, I'm no longer uh, misogynistic anymore. I could have presented Marcus with that contract. He wouldn't have signed it, and I would have still ended up pregnant. Those- <laughs> you you would have gave in? No, it would have. It wouldn't have been. Oh, I gave in. They had stopped. She stopped taking birth control mm. prior to the contract. Right. I would have already been. She was probably already pregnant. I would have already <laughs> been pregnant. He'd be like, "All right, yeah, I would look at. I'm. A, I like what you. He would have lied. I like what you talking." Like you said, you said. You, 50, 50 K, that sound great. And he would have still put a baby in me. <laughs> put a baby been, in me is a very funny phrase. He don't want to put a baby in me. He put a baby in me. I'd be like, you got to sign a paper. I'm going to sign it. I'm going to sign it. I'm going to sign it. It's just like, I ain't seen a pen in months. Right. <laughs> and uh, it's all right. That he would have not signed a thing. He'd be like, girl, you just going to have to gamble. Just like I got to gamble. If you a good mama, I might have to take the baby from you. You might end up on crack. I don't know. What type of insurances do I have? Not that rock. Right. <laughs> you remember the girl from uh, Snowfall? I can't she's remember on the, her name. She's on the rock now. Uh, uh, starts with the... Andre's daughter. Melanie? Oh, Was snap. it Melanie? I was thinking about the other girl. 
Do you think about Tasha? I'm thinking about Wanda. You think about Wanda? I'm thinking about Wanda. Wanda I'm thinking, yeah, Wanda cleaned up. I'm talking about the girl who went to Spellman. No, uh, well, she didn't make it. Well, she didn't. No, she, she had that crack. The crack was like college. Nope. <laughs> not for you. Not for you. But that's what of that. He was like, I ain't know. You could be. A, we don't know. You forget to feed your dog. You right. might be a terrible mom. <laughs> so no. What is the, you might not be able to share this, and I've said this before. What is the wildest thing you ever said in your marriage that you were like, I was tripping? Ooh. While you think about it, I'm going to tell mine, because I've said it before, but I, as I think about how I, thank God, we about to make 18 years, because uh-huh. I told Melissa the one time I really lost it. I was at uh, work that day, and there was, you know, we had a couple pretty girls at our bank, and we had like plenty uh-huh. more customers. And, you know, there was a whole bunch of work husband, work wife stuff going on. Not with me, Kevin. I went and sat in my little car. Mm-hmm. I went home and played Madden. And I think Melissa, uh, I was I was in hopes of the draws that night. And, it, you know, it didn't work out. It wasn't my night. And I went to the window and I stared out and it was raining. <laughs> I remember you telling me that. I know. It's crazy. I, I still thank God we're married. And I said, man, you should be lucky. Oh, my God, Kevin. I mean, there's all these girls at my job. Just throw it at me. And I'm faithful. I come home to you. You know how much stuff I could be doing. <laughs> that you doing that don't make point? you. That don't make you anxious just saying it out loud again. I, my heart is beating out of my chest. <laughs> I feel like she's <laughs> listening right now. In my mind, I'm like, can she get mad? Is there a? Uh, is there a? What's that thing called when the crime is a long time? Statute limitations. Is there statute limitations on this? Could you get think so. upset? I don't think there's ever statute no. limitations on on, on stupidity. Talks. Oh no. I mean, I said out of my mouth. And you just no to me? Oh, guess this is what I signed up for. <laughs> just the fact <laughs> that I slept in the bed that day is a miracle from God above. Uh, hopefully, Marcus won't kill me for telling this story. Don't get in trouble with your man. I don't think I will. I don't think if I you're will. even unsure, I don't ever want to. No, 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 no. Call him real quick and pause it, John. Because I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Got in trouble for for breaking some news that I want to break. That's why I tell the same stories over and over. Wait a minute. Okay, I think I can. I've just I got to. Marcus, I told her no. If y'all get into an argument, early, early, I'm going out of town this week. I got nothing to do with it. We both made mistakes in this. Okay, this was when he was young and had a little bit too much confidence, and I should have let him just have it because the his confidence was in the right place. It's just. He was too, too, little too boastful in it. So uh, he kind of made like this. He asked me a question uh-huh. and like, like with feeling like the answer was just going to be outright. Well, you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like in comparison, like, and I stopped to think. Wait, wait, re- 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 I'm, not under- I'm not following you. Me. In a situation to compare my past. Oh my God, Angel. Oh Lord Jesus. This was early on, but I was like, why would you even ask me the question? Angel, but you know you're supposed <laughs> to lie. No, the the answer in truth was him. Okay. But I was like, that was enough. <laughs> you did not take a pause to I was think. Like, <laughs> he looked at me like, I will kill you. <laughs> Okay, but in this, in in your defense, 
That is a that is a setup question. Right. That's why I was like, why did what the episode? Like, That's why a setup question. And oh, Angel I, is gonna always keep it a buck too. Was, oh, listen, <laughs> as both a friend, of them are keeping it a buck people. Yes. And let me tell you what I would have done if I was Marcus Tanksley. You know how T one thousand fell into a puddle. <laughs> if you would have, if Melissa would have just the the first motion right. of thought, I wouldn't even let her get to this. Hmm. The first most she's not like you. I'd have been like, but it was. I'm. This is back when we lived in our apartment. This is early, 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 early. The answer was there, but like, fact one, fact of the matter is, I never thought about my past. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? It was like we together. So it was literally a thing of you want me to think about this? And hmm. like, okay. Did well, you let do? Me, did you go? It was. You know that me with the girls like mm. kombucha. Well, girl? yeah, kombucha girl. We're like, well. Mm. Mm-hmm. Ah. I mean, there is literally. I mean, there is. There was no comparison, but I was just like, "Do you like? Do you?" <laughs> Our egos are way too fragile. Oh to my god! Oh, he was never, mad. I said, I "Why you?" Never. I said, "Why you?" I thought you want me to like think, but you, I you know. Can't, and, and what if it wasn't the truth? And what if it wasn't the truth? If I was like, I mean, you know, man, like three for sure. <laughs> I was just like, you can't. And we were in our twenties. I was like, dude, don't. don't. This is a whole college experience. We're from the south. <laughs> like, don't do. They that. make them big down there. Their peens be painted. I was like, don't do, don't like. I was like, I would have never. But I was, so he was just like, the fact that you even thought, why'd you ask me to? Why, Mark? I'm finna call Marcus after this. Listen, I'm going to tell you, this is one of the greatest glories because my my ego is as strong as ice that has frozen for one second. This is one of the reasons I'm blessed to marry a woman who had never seen another peen. <laughs> I'm blessed to be the one. She ain't even never French kissed nobody else but me. Mm-hmm. I can take it. <laughs> and also, I would never ask. Cause I I'm not. Gr- I, listen, I'm. I'm only. I'm only great at one thing with one person. That's mm-hmm. why another one of the myriad, myriad of reasons I don't want to uh, get divorced ever. I can't learn no new sex. No, right. Who wants? I to? can't. Who wants to? This is like I know hot pockets in the microwave. Open the pack. Two minutes. Mm-hmm. I mean, what if hot pockets said actually it's a minute thirty now? I will never do that. I would never. It would just know. be burnt. I would never. I've done it for two minutes. Like two I, min- not do I want my pock- hot pockets and my hot pocket done in two minutes. Oh my god! I just. That was a, it was a terrible, terrible day. I remember being in the apartment, him being so mad. I was like, I don't, I don't understand why you asked me. I I don't know why you, I was like, I'm sorry that I even thought. I don't even know. I should have just been like, you never (laughs) nobody but you, nigga. Of course. Oh my God. Oh my goodness! That was that's probably the wildest, the last wild thing. I'm not, I don't think I've said anything wild since uh, then. Yeah, everything else is really on brand. It's <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing is wild. Not a darn thing at all. But that one, that one, I was just like, he was like, why would you even think? I thought you wanted me to. I didn't understand. I don't know why you would ask. I didn't get the syllabus. I didn't. I didn't know there was a pop test. I did a pop quiz. 
I don't. It was it was because we were both young and dumb. That was a very young and dumb question yes. for him to ask, and it was a very young and dumb way for me to respond. And we learned our lesson. That's how it is. Sometimes you <laughs> listen. The thing about mistakes, sometimes you have to make them mm-hmm. to realize how dumb they were. Oh uh, yeah. You know, because when I after I said it, I, after about thirty seconds, I was like. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know that that's probably not gonna get me where I want to go matter of fact I think I might have set myself back uh, a couple yeah. sessions oh absolutely I mean I, in marriage I still make mistakes not so much with my words more so with my actions I mean I make mistakes in every area of my life <laughs> for real I mean all the time like recently when I was traveling I made the mistake of not bringing my Raycons and so I was on that plane not being able to hear not a daggone thing with good high quality I was over there just hearing the engine just uh, I was like what did, what did Pam say to Jim what, let me remind you I want to know what they said okay a lot of people don't even make resolutions this year and you um, and you know what I get it but that doesn't mean you shouldn't still find a way to shake things up, whether it's uh, by switching up your workout routine or going to someplace new. Whether uh, Whatever way you challenge yourself this new year, there's no better way to do it than with a pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears. Raycon wireless earbuds are the best way to bring audio with you because no matter how much you shake things up, literally no matter how much excuse me, you shake, you know that they won't fall out of your ears. Their everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever. There's always awareness mode for when you need to listen to your surroundings so you can take Raycons with you wherever you go. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they and um and they will not budge. Trust me. I have the tiniest little ear holes. Like truly, um most uh earbuds I cannot use because they actually hurt my ear. I don't know why God gave me these little itty bitty ears, but the fact that uh, the Raycons have the gel tips, it allows it to fit snugly in my ear without hurting my ear and they don't fall out because that's usually the problem. You give me an earbud, it's going to be on the ground in a couple of seconds. It doesn't matter. Angel have, we was on the road and Angel was the only one who was like, I have, I got to plug my, and I said, girl, where's your Raycons at? <laughs> no. Ain't nobody using cars when we got Raycons available? Listen, that's the only one because I'm try, I'm, I have tried others and it don't work. Raycon is the only one that will fit in my ear, stay in and not hurt. Raycons offer eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life, and they're priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycons Everyday Earbuds have over 48,000 five-star reviews. Right now, here's the thing. Listeners get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash SK. SK Raycon. Buy Raycon. Dot com slash SK, SK. to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash SK. SK. Listen, Toya Lee Daniel says she's listening to the podcast right now with her air, with her uh, Raycons, Raycons on no cap. No cap. No cap. And that means that she's telling the truth in the young. That's what the young say. The young people say no cap, no uh, gown. No. Big boy, big town. Big tune. In it? Nope. All right. Let's move on. Uh, I thought this was a fake story. But this is actually a real story, and it was, like, real, and the people said it was real in the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. Human guinea pig. Four in ten people admit to taste testing their pet's food. Mm. Their dog's food. Okay? The research says, let me pull up the art. That's short for article. Oh, look at you. Yeah, I like oh. the short thing. 
Okay. A uh, poll of 2004 cat and dog owners finds that 61% of have lost sleep over the thought of their pet eating something that they shouldn't. Another 39% have even caught their pet rummaging through the tra- trash. Uh, but half of uh, the survey also shows that more than half of people use words stop and know to curb their pet's unwanted behavior, while 35% put their pet on timeout. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> you go to timeout. I guess you put them in the crate is timeout. Yeah, it is. Uh, but let me scoot down to the part of that because I'm reading parts that I didn't want to read. All right, here we go. Uh, three quarters will review will read the reviews of a product before giving it to their pets. Seventy four percent. However, thirty nine percent go as far to test the products on themselves first. With food, fifty percent, six percent, and treats, fifty three percent. Another twenty twenty nine percent even admit that the product tasted good to them. Mm, 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 mm. Now let me tell you what. I love Monty. Yeah, you do. I get it now. Dogs are great. They are so happy to see you. Yeah. Every time you come in the house, it is like they have, you have been gone away to war for years. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It is like, oh, you're back? Yeah, you could have just went out to the oh, car because you forgot something and come right back in. you ah! for two minutes. Oh, I thought I'd never see you again. Lucky. I was I lost. Yeah. Like, when we went to Egypt, Monty was gone for three, we were gone for him for three weeks. Mm-hmm. He act like we were j- just, I'm elated. We just went to San Diego for the weekend. Same exact response. <gasps> oh, hello. I just go back to this podcast, come back home. Yeah. Kevin. Yeah. You. Daddy. Me, yeah. Rub my stomach. Mm-hmm. Now, I hug him. I pet him. I'd be happy to see him. I pick up his poop. Right? I wipe his, the crust out of his eyes. When I pour his food into the bowl, I hold my breath. <laughs> because it smells awful. Mm-hmm. I have never thought, man, this this chicken recipe, that gravy look all right. Mm. I've never been like, mm. let me just see what this turkey recipe is. And, and, you know, we do it all right in life. Monty's food is, you know, top tier. Of course. It comes with is. a little yeah. pack that says Monty name on it. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know these You know, the, we're white people. when it comes to the, Monty. I read the reviews on, not on the food, Melissa did all that, but on the people we watched him, I think we just finna drop you off with any old body. Is he got like the custom food that's for yes. him? Yes, Joshua. Mm, Lottie Dottie's a nigga. She We're don't get none make- of that. She don't get none of that. Girl, get outside. Get outside. Get out of here. Eat we- this dried up, crusty balls of food. <laughs> the only food of Lottie's I try is the food that was on my plate that oh, fell yeah. on the floor. Listen. <laughs> Eat it up, girl. Monty don't have no hard food. Mm. Of course mm. not. Of mm. course not. Mm. Have I thought about in Santa Monica? They have little pet restaurants. Have I thought about just seeing what a little to-go plate looks like for my dog? Oh my god! Yes, when we took him Joe to soccer, I saw a little pet restaurant, and I was like, "Monty, you want to go have a little lunch?" The only reason I didn't stop is because there was no food for adults. I mean, like people, it was just for pets. And I was like, "Well, you're not finna eat, and I'm not. <laughs> if we could eat together <laughs> at the Pendry in San Diego, on the room service, they have." A section for dogs. I remember I know, seeing that. I know. Our daddy at the time brought her little dog that I just knew was going to die. <laughs> that dog was emasculated. Oh, that was for sure. That, oh, that no. dog was this little. He was this Did she order off the room service for the no, dog? No. I would have done that for Monty. If he was with us, I would have been like. I'm surprised you guys didn't take him. I didn't know. I didn't. But they, uh, all the soccer fields don't let you bring dogs. Oh. And we would have been stuck. And also, when you're at a hotel, Monty be like. He, he he likes, he's like black people. He likes to poop at his house. Mm. 
Mm, He'll he pee don't. other places, but poop. But poop, he be, he be like, ah, I, I need my own area. Mm. I don't think to this day, I don't know if Monty's ever pooped. Oh, only when he's with the people. Okay. But at our house, when we take him for walks, he will not poop. We might. Be He'll come back home dog. and then poop. You get another, another dog. My husband tried to break it up all nonchalant yesterday. Oh, he wants a dog. Well, he was like, you hear about all these break-ins happening? I might have to get another dog. Oh, he gonna get another big dog? Oh, yeah. It's gonna be something massive and t- terrorizing as far as in, like, if you that's see the- it, you'll be like, is your dog on the chain? Is your dog? Can you they put say the dog that's up? the one, the one, two of protection your house is the cameras and the dog yeah. before even your alarm, like the alarm system, mm-hmm. because people are like, ah, oh, dog, I don't, I just don't want to risk it. Yeah, no, she's a, uh, Lottie's a great watchdog. She gonna let us know if somebody is coming up the street, if somebody's outside, it shouldn't be outside, but right. that's, that's it. Really? That's, she ain't gonna be able to do nothing Monty else. Monty was gonna die for us. Mm. Oh, no, out. she will die. <laughs> But <laughs> she won't deter anybody no. and let, if the bark is enough to, but she also has the bark of a small dog. Yeah. You know, you know, oh, that's just an annoying dog. And most, I might get some scratches <laughs> where Marcus wants one that first growls. Yeah. See, it that's has like, a, it has that's like a, a startup. That's, yeah. that's an old school. In them. If you go to jump a fence and you hear, you know what? I don't even really want to rob. <laughs> I should, I'm going to go to work from tomorrow. Sandlot. Yes, mm-hmm. that's a good movie. Great they don't movie. make those movies anymore. They don't. Those, oh, no. those movies just. I mean, oh. we had Mighty Sandlight, Ducks. Mighty Ducks, Goonies, those are Little fun Giants. Uh, I literally grew up on they those. They had My Girl. They, they were my, well, that was very sad, but we did have. It was still it. a great movie. But they had I movies with kids guy. our age. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Little Rascals. Did I say that? Not yeah. yet. Little Rascals. There was so the remake many. with with Zazer. They even made that. Nobody cared about that. That one straight to DVD. I made my kids watch it. Did you? Mm-hmm. They could not figure out who they knew in the movie. I was like, the wig? They the were, wig oh, they, I was like, it's somebody who has a younger brother. They were just like, I don't recognize Michael Jackson. Like who? <laughs> <laughs> it could be anybody. My son's eight, oh three ninjas. Three Rocky ninjas. Loves. A good time. Emily. Rocky loves Emily, the Karate Kid, Kid, Dennis the Menace, Angel in the Outfield, Blank Check. Some of these I don't know. A lot of these are on Disney Plus. So the person I was talking to somebody about this. Polly. Oh, sorry. Who? Polly with Keisha Knight Polian. Polly? Yeah, there was a Pollyanna with the white girl. And then they did a remake of it, Polly. With Keisha Knight, Polian, and Felicia Rashad. You gonna say okay? You said Polian both times. Polium. 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 The wonderful world of Disney. I've never seen this one, Angel. It was amazing. We had Jackson Five American Dream. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but uh, I heard that Pixar is the reason those stopped. <clears throat> Companies were like the two D animation, the three D animation. It's easier to get the kids with this, and it's um, you don't have to pay children. You can pay adults and you can make, make more celebrities in. But man, those movies were just great, oh, man. Oh, my make God. Life duck. with Mikey? That's the... Oh! I love those movies. Little Giants might be... Little Giants, Sandlot, Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks made me think the team in black is always good. Remember the black team came in? They was, yeah. They was all uniform. And then Adam, he came from them. And then he was like, I'll play with y'all. I had like three boyfriends on that Mighty Ducks team. I like really? The, I, like they, the they were like, I bet you I know who you dated one D2 was my I favorite. Know. I mean, in my, head, no, you know. in my head, they were oh, my boyfriends. I, was, now, I you thought know. you met, dated them for real. Oh, hell. I was in Kentucky. <laughs> no, I'm talking about when you grew up and you came to America, not America, to L.A. And you was like, oh, oh. no. No, I, I imported my husband pretty much as soon as I Basically, got here. Basically, all the black kids? 
I think so. Or Charlie. I think his name was Charlie. That's it. Might have said Adam, but. Hold on. Where is this? You know, one of them actors, he, he had gotten on drugs. Mm-hmm. All that stuff? Man, he lost. All, it was the big Mexican dude, I think. I just saw a TikTok about I it. I see he his, his face. Back What's now. his name? What's this black boy's name with the curly hair? That's who it is. Yes. He was in everything when we was kids. Yes. What's I was like, name? that's my boy, Goldberg. Oh, I'm going to be yeah. with yeah. him. Yeah. And oh, it was Goldberg who? who? Goldberg. Oh, he was Goldberg in the same line, too. I was in love with Goldberg. No, no, Goldberg oh. was on that stuff. Oh, well, that's Who so am I thinking sad. about? Somebody probably know his name. Let me go to the, the Patreon. They probably know his I name. I also love Emilio Estevez. Yeah, it wasn't Goldberg. Brandon Adams. Come on. That's him with the little curls. Yes, because he was on the Cosby show. Yes. Then he came over here. I was like, oh, my God. You, you that's never my boyfriend. LA? That's him. No. Nah. Oh, that's what he looks like now? Yeah, he did. He, yeah, <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fact that you didn't say something, actually say something is worse than whatever you were about to say. <laughs> yes, I was in love with so many of the child black actor oh, boys man. growing up. He was one of them. He was definitely on he my was list. In everything when we were kids. Him and Bumper Robinson. Bumper, Bumper Robinson. Robinson been in stuff, and you be like, Bumper, you been. He was in Jack and Five American Dream, I believe. He might have been Jackie. Oh, yeah. Bumper Robinson was in some stuff. He was definitely a crush. Come on. That was definitely when he was on Family Matters. This nigga Bumper was in. He was in our life. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I was like, yeah. Is that yeah. His real name, Bumper? That can't be right. Listen. That got to be a stage name. They Something happens oh, to them. Name is Bumper Robinson. Something happens to them once they transition over. I don't know if things get super stressful. Your people are just cute as kids. Angel, you the only one who looked 40 as a child, but also young. I did. I With them glasses, you were a studious 11-year-old, 40-year-old. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very studious. Uh, Dang, Bumper was young. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, not, uh, not Theo, but uh, Robert. Uh, what was his real name? He, he so long You know, you, Angel. He's so long-winded. What is his name? Y'all know who I'm talking about. His wife is gorgeous. Who? What was he on? He was on the Cosby show. It's Robert. Robert on the Cosby show? Uh, Merlin Santana, he was cute, too. But he, he, D'Andre Whitfield. Oh, he was on the... Oh, my God! He had the widow's peak. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize he, he dated Vanessa. Was she having big fun down in Baltimore? He Listen... He aged well, though. He did. He did age well. He aged really well. Remind me what I used to say when I was young. <laughs> oh, when I was young and I didn't know how to say, I, you know, we we were so afraid of uh, anything about our sexuality being called into question as young young black men. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't say he was man good looking or nothing. I used to be like, this nigga probably think he'd get all the girl. <laughs> <laughs> you had in order to give a compliment, you had to hate. Let's think, think he get all the girls. Just say you think he has them. I can't say no, that. I can't say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably think he get all the girls. He think he fine. But yeah. This is Marcus. He'll be like, now I know when, I know when a nigga ain't ugly, but I don't know if he when he fine. <laughs> He's like, I can definitely tell the difference between ugly and not ugly, but any shade after that, oh I don't. My God! 
I don't know what I don't know what it is. Oh my god, that's, that's <laughs> I definitely know when a nigga ain't ugly. That's, that's what I do know. Oh my mustache is tickling my nose. Is it up too high? Yes. Why didn't you trim it, Sir Ke- Kevin Frederick? Is my barber coming tomorrow? I mean, I'm going to get a haircut tomorrow. Coming where? Here. Why do you think? Wait a minute. Why do you think I, that it's not we a surprise don't, anymore, man? Like your dog has premium food. If, 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 other if people probably do that though. No. Is your barber? Does your you all the people? Is a, gr- keeping, is a groomer coming to the house? Of course. <laughs> they only do rich oh people stuff. You only God God is do good. You pretend like you God don't is do so good. Hey man. It's just, let me tell you what I always pay for. Convenience. I know, Convenience. man. I'm already knowing. Taking the dog to the groomer, waiting mm-hmm. so much, opening the door. <laughs> just ring when you're done. Ah, you're clean. I'll pay the extra. I can't, I can't oh, do bit, the, mobile, I can't do the uh, barber to the crib yet, but I do have the car wash guy come. That's my, that's where I'm at. That's why. There's nothing that I go out to do. Oh, I know. I'm he just telling you where I'm at to yet. see friends. That's yeah, true. That's call, also true. He orders them on Uber Eats. Mm-hmm. He'll be like, do, 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 do. Uh, here's like, the gate two code. friends, one child. Who fits that? Brigham. <laughs> oh, y'all had another child. Ah, who else can I call? No. Uh, why you be, why, why do you try to hide that? I am from a school of thought that black people will stop supporting you if you think, if they think you're doing too good. Look at look at Tyler though. He he's an exception to the rule. I've seen a lot of people start to turn their love to lack of love. When Those they are the loud good. people. That's question. That's question. True. This isn't off topic, but it's kind of off topic. I see a split anticipation for Jordan Peele's new movie. This is the with, the with, one uh, with uh, the, the I mean, uh, uh, Kiki Palmer. Kiki Palmer. Yeah, people said the titling is kind of like pandering. What is it called? Nope. Yeah. It's called Note. Nope. Nope. Uh, is that on what Twitter? What do you mean by pandering? Like black culture would use nope in that situation to describe that movie. I can see that conversation happening. I don't think that's going to be the case for me or a lot of people. I think black people, uh, Jordan Peele's Get Out is going to curry him so much favor for a long mm. time because what he did with uh, black horror, um, and and also I still believe that Lupita should have been nominated twice for an Oscar for her. I think her, she should have uh, for lead and supporting. Yes, I know that's not how it works. I don't care. Um, <laughs> that been cool. I think it's also stupid that the Oscars leaves whole genres out, like horror and comedy never can get nominated for best actor, and I believe and, and superhero films. I believe it, for for actors. I believe that Hugh except Jackman should have been. Huh? Except for what's his name? Who? Uh, our, our DJ. Robert Downey Jr. He got nominated for Best Actor? For Iron Man? No, no, no. You said for comedy. He got nominated for. For Tropic Thunder? Mm-hmm. Did he really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah, he even said, I did not look at this script and say, oh, it's Oscar time. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I know it won't matter and nobody cares. I hate the make an Oscar type movie to make an Oscar. No, like, they're boring. I hate it. You that, the, my, my most frustrating Oscar winning performance is Casey Affleck in that boring, w- whatever. Dog, Mine's you Leo. talk about 
Huh? Mine's Leo. Oh, in, that? Uh, oh, that was a Hollywood. We, oh, that was God. a Hollywood we owe you one. I if don't I ever saw I it. care. I that's the one they gave it to him. Leo though. wasn't boring in that. That it, wasn't a good movie. The to whole me. thing was boring. I don't care what he did. <laughs> I, it was stupid. The thing I hate about the that bear movie. Scene. The, the thing I hate about that movie more than anything, and you, we talked about this with the whole campaigning. The whole they shot this movie in natural light, so sometimes they only could shoot for three hours. That's a waste I of money. I don't care. That's a waste of money. Is what that is. Stupid. Don't people, nobody go and watch a movie and be like. Folks are getting full day rates for three hours of work. Absolutely stupid. not. Stupid. And that was a gimme Oscar. Now, I'll be fine with that if they give uh, Will, Will the King Richard one because he's he never had, had the unfortunate. He don't have one. Oh, yeah. He has I the unfortunate. He unfortunately was always nominated when somebody else had a a a role that could have beat him, but he could have won in other years. He just had bad timing. When he lost the other people who won, I'd be like, ah. But this year, fingers crossed, he won the SAG Actors Award, which a lot of people say is the. Like, if you win that, you could win the, should win the Oscar. But anyway, my point was, Hugh Jackman should have been nominated for Logan. And, uh, and, um, Casey Affleck didn't show one note of anything different for that entire movie. He was a boring white man. What movie was that? It was Bridge by the Water, Water by yeah, the Sea, some something. stupid name with Bridge still, and Water. I think I still. Oh, even that's have the it. one. What that, was that movie? What was that movie called? Yeah, it was a. It was on a, a Hulu, I believe. Yeah, I do think uh, Hugh Jackman definitely should have won something for for Logan. He should have at least been nominated. Logan was, what was incredible. What was that movie called, y'all? That water Manchester movie. by the Sea. Manchester by the Sea. Dog, when you talk about all he did was do. I don't even I'm, remember seeing that movie. I'm sad if I did. and white. Um, I'm sad and white. Well, that's what the Oscars are for, sad oh, and white dog. people. That's true. That's you, what happened to Moonlight in uh, uh, something uh, Hollywood. La La Land. La La, La, La Land. Land. That was so funny that night. I booed the crap out of La La Land when they Moonlight lost. I hadn't seen either film at the time. I was on Twitter. This <laughs> is the travesty. I can't believe it. And when they switched, I was like, about time. And then I was like, maybe I should watch Moonlight. Let me, let me see. I, you know... Uh, just do not think th- the Oscars. Um, I do not think the Oscars shows any respect to any form of film whose main audience isn't elitist white people. That has to be the audience that the film is typically made for. Because that's usually who's voting for it. Yeah, so... This is why you'll see very few black people that are uh, on the, the nominee list, unless it's a slavery movie. Yeah. Unless it's a or the out of character like Training Day, uh, or Precious. That was a that was a we owe Denzel. That wasn't because that was Denzel's best thing. He I was like, why is he nominated for Training Day? For Malcolm X. He has done so many other roles that I felt like yes. deserve so much. Training Day was like, now come on, really this this action. This is like this, this is what we want to see black people doing. This Corruption, action cop thing. Come on, like Denzel has done things that not to, that was he was great in that role, but it was still just like y'all y'all just gave this to him because y'all needed to give him something. Um, I'm still mad that Eddie Murphy didn't win for Jimmy Early. I don't care what anybody says. It was amazing. Alan Arkin should not have won that for that stupid uh, whatever that movie he won. Jimmy Early, Eddie Murphy as Jimmy Early. It is a travesty that he didn't win. The fact that Spike Lee just won 
what was that two years ago spike lee be making weird movies like white people do. he does you know what i like I, that's what i like about spike I, he's spike my favorite director make a bad movie he's made some movies that i absolutely did not enjoy but i i say this about musicians actors i feel the same i would rather you go and make something risky that you believe in that absolutely stinks mm-hmm. than to make something safe a uh, red hook summer I turned it off. Matter of fact, I had rented another movie um, from Redbox and I got Red Hook Summer and I put it in and I was like, <laughs> but I like Inside Man, which was didn't feel like a Spike Lee movie at all. I mean, I've liked so many a Spike Lee I, movie. Bamboozled, which I know a lot of yeah. people. I was like, how is this not nominated? Like this is looking at old yes. form of, uh, of film and television mm-hmm. and applying it. I was like, this next level artistry but they were like it's not for us defy bloods that didn't feel like a spike lee movie like his old movies Mm -hmm. were he got game reg allen might have been the worst athlete actor (laughs) i mean i would have rather you got somebody who didn't play basketball at all because when ray allen talked i wanted to stab my ear drums in <laughs> and putting him against Denzel yeah oh! he's like you gonna feel this he wanted you to feel uncomfortable <laughs> to feel that to feel that tension of what of a, is actually happening I would rather watch Kazam <laughs> than to watch Ray Allen and he got it hurt my soul <gasps> that might be to me one of the worst acting performances ever no. because that movie was so good and it had so much potential but Ray Allen is and he was like if you ain't like that I haven't where you've been I was like <laughs> first of all it's Denzel somebody reminded us in here <laughs> I said that's the way I like to talk Denzel uh, what you Nia Love said Ray wasn't that bad you go watch that movie right now and see if Ray Allen don't make you want to harm yourself Denzel um but I, uh, that is what I realized. And that's the reason why you can have so many young 20 year old white women win Oscars and 80 year old white women yeah. win Oscars. But you can't, it's like, I mean, thank God for the women that, black women, yeah. specifically that have one. But like, I don't think it is a true representation. Even Lupita, she's amazing. Hallie, amazing. Jennifer, love her to pieces. Um, I don't think women. And Reg, did Regina just get hers? What did she get? I feel like it was an Emmy. Was it? Uh, I think it was an Emmy. I think it was for seven, seven, seven seconds. Regina King Oscar. I want to work with her so bad. She's so no, I think she won an Oscar. Did she won for um, that Moonlight Sunshine Walking, that boring movie. Best Supporting Actress. If Bill Street could talk. There we go. <laughs> I was so close. What did you say? Moonlight, sunshine, walking. <laughs> they have one word in that movie. It's the what the movie was, though. It was like we walk in the moonlight and in the sunshine. That's what If Bill Street Could Talk was about. We gonna walk in the sunshine and the moonlight. Angel. Uh, that, yes, she got, she got a... Uh, she, I think, is a beautiful representation of what is in, of the untapped uh, talent of black women yes. in Hollywood. Yes. More so than any of the other women I named. Again, I'd love every single last one of them. Yes. But when I think about like the, tr- the, 
the amazing breadth of what black yes. women actually bring to the table. Regina King is a group. And if you really put that up against a lot of the folk and yes. look at it that way, we're not going to have as many just white women winning mm -hmm. in all these categories. She's it's just not everything from child actress to comedy to uh, supporting to movie to Somebody says I uh, <laughs> describe movies like emojis. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is you're an actress. Oh, yeah. You'll yeah. be like the movie Malcolm X. You know, uh, Mark, uh, Michael Letters. Red hair. <laughs> la uh, la uh, what'd you call it? Relaxer. Relaxing the hair with glasses. But you're good at taboo, oh, which yeah. is, it's quite confusing because it's to say, you, 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 you describe movies like you are playing taboo. Yes. And that is what it is. I need a good uh, cast. I need a good member. I actually, while well, I was trying to see if I could find when I was on the plane, I meant to post it. I was. This is with something that was playing on the plane. She's all that. She's she's oh she's kind of all right. <laughs> <laughs> she's just all right. That's what I called it. When we were talking you sound about it. Like, you sound like bootleg versions of stuff. Uh -huh. Like Bollywood, <laughs> Nollywood versions of stuff. We can't call it Saving Private Ryan. We got to be like helping the military. Helping man. a soldier because his brothers are dead. You know it. Terrible. All right, y'all. We got to go. Uh, I believe we're saying the bonus is Thursday. Yes. Bonus is Thursday. We got to double check with Josh. Um, keep your distance tickets on sale now. Kev on Stage Studios app. Please buy it. Get it for a month Get or a year. And we'll see you guys next year. week. God bless you. I'm going to show y'all my outfit we'll before Josh cuts the thing. Later. Bye. Here's another thing for you. Here's another one. Here's another thing for you. Here's another one. Here's another thing for you. Here's another thing for you. With my boy Kevin stays. And that chick angel.